Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m.-ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m.-ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at Dawn Bradley Hair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond. Like It's like writing a letter old-fashioned. You can actually chat with me there and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. Good morning. It's time for Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I'm your host, host feels too formal, Don Bradley, and I'm so excited to chat with you guys this morning. It's Monday morning, which is a new week, and I know all you Americans out there, it's Thanksgiving week for you. And I just want to talk about lots of people have been sharing about the craziness, the busyness of this season coming up in the next couple months. And I want to catch up with you guys and hear how you're feeling. So good morning. Welcome to Business Breakfast of Bedhead. I'm so excited that you're here. If you're brand new here, go ahead and say new so that I can welcome you in. But the one thing that I want to ask all of you guys is just say where you, your name and where you're tuning in from so that I can get to know you and you can get to know each other because this is the best place on the internet if I can have my biased opinion in there. And I come live weekday mornings to chat with you about life and business and all the betweens and the title usually gets like we kind of talk about it but then we go off on a tangent so I don't want to be some person talking at you on a screen I want to talk with you so the more hi peachy keen hello welcome new hi Nicole Scotland I love that hi Victoria DT hair salon new I love it welcome all of you guys I'm so excited that you're here like I said I'm totally biased but there's a lot of people that come here every weekday morning to come hang out and learn and grow together like I said this is like a judgment-free zone and so what I ask of you guys is before we get into it is that if we can all commit hi Lori if we can all commit to this being a judgment-free space where we can learn and grow together and show up real raw honest and vulnerable if you guys can agree to that can you put a yes in the comments because one that shows how Hi, Alia. Am I saying that right? Colorado. I love it. I hope you're wearing your hoodie right now. If you guys can put a yes in the comments saying that you're a safe person to be around, that shows everyone else that we can be a little bit more vulnerable in this morning together because like I said, these lives are interactives. We got yes. And the one thing is when you put, hi, Laura, when you put a yes in the comments, you also are showing yourself that you're a safe person to be around. And the biggest critic the most judgment that comes on ourselves is from ourselves and so you guys are all amazing for putting yeses i love it yes okay so let's court yes awesome i love it you guys are amazing this is like the best place on the internet to be i'm actually okay i want to get yours opinion before i jump into like talking about the holidays and how to survive them in salon blah 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 so many people I get DMs about like, oh, I missed this morning's live. And I do save them on Instagram. But what I'm thinking is putting them on my podcast. So I have a podcast, The Anxious Creative, if you're not subscribed and listening to already. And new episodes come out every Monday. And they're a bit more formal. They're a bit more like learning stories, goofy, fun things. But there's always kind of like a lesson in it. But what I was thinking of is taking the recordings of these lives and going and putting them on my podcast each week. And what do you guys, like, would you guys want that? Would that be something that would be beneficial to you is if we added in these IG lives 
onto the podcast or onto YouTube or both so that if you miss one, you can go find them easily enough. Would you guys just give me a yes or no? I will not be offended if it's a no. I only want to do what's going to benefit you guys. If you guys love these and I know you come like coming live, but if, if there's an easy way for you to be able to listen to them in the future or get back to them, let me know. I was just thinking maybe putting them on the podcast. Yes, I would love that so much. Okay. And then what we do is probably put a title and then the date. And then we'd probably put like business breakfast and bedhead at the end of the title. So you could always like Google business breakfast and bedhead. Okay. You would love that. Okay. A couple of you guys. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's do this then. Okay, I'm really excited. So one, hi Mel. Okay, one, let's talk about surviving the holiday rush. How many of you guys are nervous about the holidays? I'm curious, how are you feeling about the upcoming holidays? Like with when it comes to work, when it comes to clients, are you nervous already about getting asked to work extra? Are you feeling weighed down? Are you already pushing yourself beyond your limits? Are you already looking at your schedule going like, why did I commit to working like that? Or are you stressed out that you're not booked up enough? I want to know where you guys are at because I want to help you survive this holiday season because we've got, you know, a busy next few weeks. It can be high pressure. It can be high emotions. It can be stressful and it can be stressful for so many different reasons. I'm nervous because we are not as busy. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that a couple times and that's why I wanted to ask like is it not as busy and so here's the thing you guys I want more bookings yeah the one thing that I found in my so when I was behind it I still I'm actually going to the salon three times this week I'm still behind the chair I'm not behind the chair full-time but I do say this to you guys I still stay behind the chair because it's important for me when I teach and I mentor that I can talk to you guys from a real life perspective it's not like it's so easy to teach people how to do things when you don't have to do them yourselves but it's really important for me to still practice what I preach okay stressed I have a ton of cancellations no no shows and reschedules stressed with reschedules I'm booked out till Jan and everyone wants to reschedule some days are fully booked to the max other days are scattered okay I'm gonna screenshot these because this is good I'm nervous I'm not busy yet and I'm worried I'm going to be I'm nervous since I'm not as busy and booked I think the last two years changed how people look at Christmas yeah okay so this is what I really and I mean you guys are gonna probably hate me a little bit for this but you know that I'm like I'm a truth teller so I don't sugarcoat things and I will give you a little bit of tough love with Dawn the one thing that I had to learn to stop relying on was busy seasons in my business now I know you're like that's not really helpful right now but my whole thing is helping you build a stress-free, profitable business that's sustainable long-term. And what I see is so many people, and Mel, I think, I hope it's okay, I think we're having this conversation, is that so many people go, well, January's slow. And it's like, if you go into things with the mentality or expectation, so December's always busy, January's always slow, then you go in and if it's not as busy as it normally is, maybe it's just like the perfect amount. Maybe finally you get to enjoy the holiday season. Maybe you get to go spend that time with friends and families. Maybe you get to go to that event or that thing that you never got to go to. What is the, what, how can you shift your perspective? And I know this is lots of like mindset stuff, but truly. And then when you go, okay, January, but January is always slow down. Cool. Guess what? January was never slow for me once I started taking control of my business. Now, I know you guys don't want to hear this, but your business does not control you. Your clients don't control you. You control it. And if you continue to take a back seat in the car, 
then yeah, things are just going to happen to you and you're going to kind of just like follow wherever life takes you. But I know that's not what you want. I know you have big dreams and you have big goals and you're a little bit terrified of them because you're like, I don't know if I'm cut out to do that. I'm kind of shy. I'm awkward. I'm anxious. I don't know if I have what it takes. I'm not, I, I don't know how to stand up for myself. And you're like, Dawn, I don't know if I can actually go after these things. Well, one, I used to like not talk to people. I'd hide behind my mom's leg. I never thought I would be live on the internet ever. Super awkward, mess up my words, make bad typos, spelling mistakes all the time. Never ever thought like five years ago, Dawn would look at Dawn today and be like, what the heck? I actually had a therapy session last week where we were like doing some like trauma work. So I was kind of like working with my subconscious. So I was like lucid, but not like it was weird. And we we're talking to my 14 year old self. And she's like, what does your 14 year self like? Does your 14 year old self look at you now and see what you've created? And it was like this moment of like, we don't always look and see what we've done. And we also don't give ourselves credit for what we're capable of. And yet at the same time, we're really super cocky if we're really honest about it, right? Like we don't think we have, we're not confident people. Are you guys relating with me in this? Like you would say that you want more confidence, but inside, you know, it's there. You just can't seem to get it out of you. Are you with me on that? Like, you're like, I have what it takes. I know I'm capable. I know I could have the business that I want. I know that January's don't have to be slow. I know that I could be the it person in my area. I know that I'm skilled and talented. I know that I could make people happy. And for some reason, it's like it can't. There's like this barrier of your skin that it can't get out. I'm not a confident person. Yeah. And so, so many of us would say we're not confident people. And yet we know internally, like, I know I'm capable of doing this. I know capability is not the issue, right? Capability is not the issue. It's the taking action. And it's the fear that we let control and make decisions for us that we let like live our lives. We let the fear lead our lives. The what ifs, right? And then we either don't make a decision, which is making a decision, or we just become a passenger in our own lives. And how many of you guys want to be a passenger in your own life? I know I don't. I want to be the driver. I'm a control freak. And yet I'm a control freak. And yet I don't want to take control of certain parts of my life and my business because that scares the shit out of me. Because then what if it doesn't work out Then I'm at fault and I'm responsible. But the reality is that nothing ever doesn't not work out. It might not turn out how you want it to be. And it might be a bit of a rough road, but everything always works out in some way, shape or form. And so if you're nervous about the holiday seasons, if it's not busy enough, if it's too busy, I want you to re, hi Sheila, I want you to reframe your mindset on that and be, how can you be grateful for whatever it is right now? And how can you take back control? And I wanna know where you guys are at. How many of you guys feel like, and I know this is, I mean, I know I'm asking for a lot of vulnerability. And I remember that I said, if you guys are just new in here, I asked us all to commit to this being a judgment-free zone where we can learn, grow, and show up real raw, honest, and vulnerable. How many of you guys know that you've been in the passenger seat of your life and business? Give me a me in the comments. You've sat there and you've let things happen to you and you've gone, well, I'm not booked up enough or I don't know what to do or, well, Don, I've been doing all the posting on social media like people say, but nobody's coming. Hard, hard, tough love right now. Posting on social media, putting hashtags on things is not going to get you new clients very quickly, if at all. How many of you guys have booked an appointment from some reel that you saw, a trending reel audio? We maybe start following someone, but we don't book appointments that way. We book appointments with people we like, know, and trust. So start building relationships. Honestly, this is my like number. Okay, all the me's. I love it. Yeah, we've been being passengers in our lives and business. And if you guys have been convincing yourself that, well, I'm doing all these things. I bought this website course. I bought this social media course. I'm doing this thing, but like nothing's working. It's because you forgot about the people 
that you're trying to build relationships with. Honestly, this is my social, my new social media class. Stop posting, stop using hashtags, honestly, stop all of that and spend all that time connecting with people and building relationships through comments and DMs and see what happens. Commit to this, look at your analytics on your Instagram or whatever of how much time you spend on the app and take all that time and commit to leaving, connecting with people via comments, not on your page, get off of your page. Like focusing on your Instagram page, and I know this is like not the, I don't teach social media for a reason, focusing on like how to like have the perfect feed and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean that stuff works, but if nobody's coming to your page, then what does it matter? So stop, have it very clear how to book with you in your bio or whatever, have your location, have a picture of your face, please, so people know who you are, and then connect with people outside because if you just focus on your Instagram page that's like focusing on the inside of your salon making it super beautiful but nobody's ever stepping foot in it how do you get people into your beautiful salon you go out and you talk to people so I have to go can you save this I always save them yeah they're always in my lives and I was just asking earlier you guys want me to put these on my podcast and I think that's what we'll start doing they run my books like crazy so I had to shut it down I'm burnt out yeah and how many of you guys feel burnt out put an I ask for a different things so that I know which question you're answering put I if you feel burnt out right now and you're like why am I burnt out like the like shmandemic is like over pretty much isn't it I mean life is like kind of going back to normal like we had two crazy years and this year was supposed to be back to normal and why am I why can't I get back to like the ball rolling right like we're exhausted we put our all in for two years we're like collectively recovering from trauma and i know there's like yeah i yeah i we're all so freaking burnt out so what if we decided to just take it easy how do you guys feel about that taking it easy stop trying so hard you know when it's like like i'm like trying to think of like when you have a crush on somebody like when like in junior high or high school and it's like you just like want to try so hard and like the best thing to do is like stop trying so hard like that actually does the better the more work we need to stop trying so hard you're like trying so hard that you're actually doing a disservice to your business go with the flow get into the ease of things let go of the fear the fear translates that energy translates like Energy, like the energy I put into this talking to my phone in my office right now, I can feel it and I can see with you guys leaving the comments and stuff like that translates. But if I was like, hey guys, it's a Monday morning, right? Like if you need to get, if you want to be more fully booked this season, don't be scared to book about or post about it or talk about it. But what I see happening so much is people are like, well, I don't want people to think that I'm no good if I post that I have availability. Well, yeah, if you post it with that energy and with that intent, like these availabilities open. But if you're like, oh, like, I mean, I know it's hard and we don't like to show our faces and I'm not saying you have to show your faces. But if you put in the energy into something, whether it's going and talking to somebody, going to a workout class, whether it's talking on social media and you're like, oh my gosh, I am so excited because this rarely happens. But I have some space still in the coming weeks before the holidays that I'm so excited to be able to give to you and speak not you guys to all of you be like speak to you right like if I'm here right now and I'm go hey I know you're scared right now I know that you're letting fear control your life and I know that you've gone up to the passenger seat and you've let things kind of control you but you're ready I'm talking to you right although there are 16 of you watching this right now I'm talking to you But if I was like, okay, guys, like what we all need to do is we need to stop doing this and we all need to, you can see how it doesn't feel the same, right? 
And so I'm getting a little meta here. Is but when you speak directly to the to your clients, like when you go on social media, write, speak, talk as if you're talking to one person. Seriously, it'll make such a big difference. And you guys know that, like, you know, like we we cognitively know that like there's more than one of you watching this, but it feels more intimate, right? And I am speaking to each and every one of you. And I want you to feel that. And so instead of going, hey, guys, I want to let you all know that this is my availability and book in, go out and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited because I know you've been wanting to get your hair done. And you probably thought that I was fully booked for the season. But guess what? This year's a little bit different. I'm so excited because I've never, ever been able to offer last minute availability this time of year. And so there are a few appointments left available for only only like they're not going to last long so go ahead and snag them dm me or however people want to book do you guys see the feeling and the difference in that i get more engaged with one-on-one language absolutely and so whether it's i mean i know everyone says like social media i went and talked to a salon when i was in saskatchewan when a storm stayed there and a lot of what i heard it's like yeah i use social media to get clients and i'm like are are you getting them no well i post and i do this and it's like why does why have we thought why does everyone think that it's social media is the answer? Is it because it's getting shoved down your throat so much right now? Because honestly, high roots organic. Honestly, it's not like I it's not the only way, especially for local service based businesses. It's great to have. But if you're learning social media from someone who has a global platform that is about getting numbers high and you think getting more followers will get you more clients. I'm sorry, that's not true. It's not true. Stop learning social media tactics that aren't meant for local service-based businesses. Honestly, if you're learning social media to grow your business, that's an online business that reaches far, then great. Learn from someone who has an online business. But if you want to learn social media for a local service-based business, you need to stop trying to do all the tactics that online businesses do. Does that make sense? And that's what we're getting caught up in the, we still have this like vanity metric thing. Honestly, who cares if you have 100,000 followers, 50,000 followers, 20,000 followers, 5,000 followers, if you don't have 10, 20 dedicated clients, right? And I get the whole, like, it does look good. And like, let's be honest, vanity metrics do make a difference. But at the end of the day, they don't pay your bills. They don't. And so if you have a local service-based business, which you're like a hairstylist, an esthetician, a lash tech, a brow person, I do what Don is telling us and I've had appointments booked because of it. Yeah, just stop worrying about posting every day, putting these hashtags. Like, I mean, yes, they're good things to, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's bad advice. But if you're spending all this time and it's not getting you results, stop doing it. And what I've found is when I've talked to people, they're like, I spend more time on social media now and I'm not as busy as I used to be because everyone has been indoctrinated thinking social media is the way to get clients. It's a good way. It's a way for clients to look you up and search you. It's a way for people to continue to learn about you. But honestly, if you want to get more bookings with the right people, start connecting outside of it. And I know this wasn't necessarily what I was coming here to talk about, but are you guys, this information is so powerful. Honestly, and like get out of your own head and stop playing it safe. You can I be honest? Can I'm like going to call a spade and tell me if I'm hitting the nail on the head with this for you. You are so using social media as a shield to protect you from getting uncomfortable. 
you're using social media and posting and putting hashtags and well this person told me to do this and this person told me to do this and you're using it to hide behind well I can do it in my stories well I don't need to show my face well I don't need to go introduce myself to someone someone will find it because I did this thing and you're using it as a shield to protect yourself from getting a little bit uncomfortable and putting yourself out there and getting vulnerable because asking someone to be your client feels vulnerable do you guys are you with me on that how many of you guys how like tell me you're using social media as a shield to protect yourself you're hiding behind your feed you're hiding behind the beautiful amazing work that you do get out you're always honest get out and get tell the world don't be scared to toot your own horn jeepers i feel so bad but i'm taking a break from social media on my business and personal pages for december why do you feel bad i think that's great good you don't need to Honestly, so I'm part of the template club, which I love because it makes my making posts so easy. And she recently just came out with templates to put like, you know, so the top three photos like look like a banner. And honestly, make a banner for your page that like says like, you know, accepting new clients book with the link in bio. And it's like right there. So when people land on your page, they see it and they know what to do and then stop. They can still scroll and see your beautiful work because that's the most important but get out and start building relationships with people. I love being on my own stories. Yeah. And it's really like if you're going to want if you want to get new clients, get out from your page. Get out from your page. Stop using your social stop using social media as a shield to protect yourself from trying to get uncomfortable because anyone who's built a clientele, whether it's been on social media or off of social media like my old school ass that started in the industry back when social media wasn't a thing and we had these big books. When I wanted to get busy, I had to get out there. I was so sick of washing bowls and sweeping floors for other people and only having my requests come in that were friends and family members that I was like, how do I, okay, I'm allowed to get people who request me. How can I get people to request me? I got to get out of my own freaking way. And I was like, but I'm shy. I don't talk to people. I'm weird. I don't know how to do it. Like if you, anything that you're like, but Dawn, like, sorry, mm, 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 mm. If you're using an excuse to keep yourself safe. Now, I know there are legitimate limitations out there. Don't get me wrong. But if you're not willing to try to navigate through your limitations, if you're already like being like, well, no, that won't work for me or no. Like, but like, okay, then get creative. Get freaking creative. And I know this is like, but like, get creative. If I give you a suggestion, you're like, well, that won't work. Okay, cool. Like, is that it? That won't work? That's your solution? Cool. Okay, then why do you deserve to get busy? Do you deserve to get busy with that kind of attitude? I don't know. Honestly, I get it. We all have limitations. There is like real life true shit that happens that gets in the way that makes life hard. I'm not putting that aside. Know that. And I'm saying this with so much love and compassion to you. But if you find yourself just saying, no, that won't work, and you're not trying to come up with an alternate way or another solution or something creative, then you're really not wanting it that badly. You want to stay stuck so you can stay a victim so that you can say it didn't work and so that you can walk away. Or you get out of the passenger seat, you walk around to the other side of the car, you get in the driver's seat and you go, you know what? I'm going to find a way. And I might try one way and it doesn't work. And I might try it again because you should try things more than once. And if I try it a third time, it still doesn't work. Then I'm going to come up with a new way. Instead of feeling defeated, instead, of, I'm going to feel sorry for myself for a moment, but instead of feeling defeated, instead of feeling like, oh, well, this isn't going to work or I'm not cut out for it or everyone else has like some secret that I don't or everyone else is just lucky. Just start going, I'm lucky and I'm going to keep pushing forward because honestly, everyone that you look up to, everyone that has what you want to have, has just had the tenacity to keep going, to get gritty, to get scrappy. Don't think it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best. It can be messy. 
just keep going and decide that you're going to keep pushing forward. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to make it in this industry. I started in 2001. I hated it. I hated it. I didn't have clients that I loved. I didn't have, I was like feeling like, I mean, I've shared, you guys, I shared those like three part series of like when I messed up client's hair, I jabbed, chomped into some guy's ear. I over thinned a guy's hair, like on two spots. I didn't color a whole quadrant of someone's hair. Like I messed up so many times. I felt so embarrassed. I wanted to run and hide and quit. I quit a job through email. I got my dream job in Australia working for the Australian hairstylist of the year and got hired as a lead colorist and I felt like I'm way out of my league. What did he do hiring me? I shouldn't have gotten this job. I panicked, I was having panic attacks every single day. I felt so out of my league. And within two weeks, I just ended up emailing and quitting because I couldn't do it. I was putting so much pressure on myself. I had so much imposter syndrome. I couldn't handle it. I quit in the most shameful way. I still shudder like, oh, I hope I like never like bump into him ever again because I'm so embarrassed. But I didn't quit the industry. I came back home. I started working for the salon again. I knew I wanted to have my own business. When I went out on my own, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't even know how to get a business license. I didn't know anything about setting something up, but I just like found a space and I started. I gave my notice. I ended up getting walked out the day that I gave my notice. And I was like, well, here it is. I'm thrown in and I got to figure it out. I never wanted to be a business owner. I just wanted to do what I love for the people that I love. And I've just figured it out. I didn't think I knew I had, I didn't think I had what it takes. And so whatever it is that's standing in your way right now, whatever it is, if you're like, well, I can't, I shouldn't, I won't, I'm not going to make it. I'm exhausted. One, honor what your body's telling you right now. I have been in a huge, like year long season of rest. My lung got collapsed through a really freak thing in June that forced me to rest. I've been feeling so tired lately and I've just had to lean into it. But now I'm feeling like my excitement's coming back. And know that like a flower, you know, you guys have heard like a flower doesn't bloom all year long. It's true. So stop putting pressure on yourself. Maybe stop scrolling so much. I'm going to start putting these lives on my podcast so that you guys can find them really easily. But I just want you to know that you have what it takes. You're already capable. You know that. You just got to get back in the driver's seat, which means making yourself vulnerable, which means you'll be seen. Oh my gosh. So in therapy last week, it was like this whole thing, like 14 year old Dawn, she wants to be seen, but she doesn't want to be seen. That's like my life. All I want is to be recognized, to be told I'm doing a good job, to let people know that they like me, that people hear me and understand me, that people can empathize with me. But at the same time, don't, I don't want to be seen too much. Right? It's like this like wanting to be seen, but so scared to be seen as ourselves, as our true selves. What if we are rat- what if we all of a sudden realize we are radically loved and accepted for who we are really? That makes me that makes my heart start palpitating. Because to be seen and loved and valued for who I really am, which is a big awkward weirdo, is terrifying because I never felt like I was. And so I know there's a part of you that's the same way, that you're like putting myself out there. I don't know, I don't deal with rejection well done. I don't deal with like, what if someone just says no? I feel like even though I logically know that they're not rejecting me, I feel like they're rejecting me because I'm so sensitive. Well, know that you have to build up that muscle and getting rejected sucks. And I still have a hard time with it, but I continue to push forward knowing not everyone's going to say yes to me. Not everyone's going to take up what I have to offer them, but then the people who do and the people who it's right for, it's going to be magical. And that's going to make it worth it. And I'm going to focus on that. And when speed bumps, roadblocks, detours come in my way, I'm going to honor them for what they are. I'm going to feel them for what they are. And then I'm going to navigate. Like how I was saying to you guys when you were like, when I was assuming like, yeah, if you're like, okay, that won't work for me. Or I tried that before. And if that's like the end of your sentence, then you don't deserve where you're wanting to go. Really? Like you won't, one, you probably won't get there because you don't feel like 
you don't, you're not willing to even come up with a solution. And you're not willing to think for yourself. I mean, hate me for this is what you want. And I mean, I have online offerings that I sell, <laughs> but like stop buying everybody's offer and start doing the work yourself. And I mean, I have stuff to offer, but honestly, stop looking for the answer outside of yourself. And if some, if you're like, that won't work, that doesn't work. Nope. And that's where you end the sentence. Then you're going to stay stuck. But if you're like, okay, interesting. I don't know if that would work for my situation in particular, but you know what? I could like take this part of it and I could like get creative, get scrappy and be willing to be vulnerable. And honestly, and that's why I say this is a judgment-free zone, a safe place to come together because you matter, what you do matters, how you help people. I know you got into this industry not to just do what you do, but to help people so that they don't feel the things that you felt, so that you can help be a day maker for other people. I know that it's deeper than the service you offer. And so know that and like when you go to like start putting yourself out there, when you go to start getting your, and, and you start to feel vulnerable and scared of like, what if I get seen? What if I get rejected? Just think if you don't though, there might be someone who needs you, who needs to hear what you have to offer, who needs your company, who needs that privacy with you during that appointment, who needs to be heard that won't get that because you were too nervous to get out there and be seen, to get out there and offer people to come in to see you for your service. So the more you like, think of it that way, because we're people pleasers, think of it that way, the more you stay quiet and you play small, the more people that you're not helping. Don't think of it as like, oh, I'll put myself out there and people might reject me. Or what if like I do, I offer someone to come in and I mess up their hair. Well, guess what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have days where you're like, that was not my best work. You're going to have upset clients. And that's where like, the crucial conversations, that's one of my things that maybe that's what we'll talk about later this week, is like how to have those uncomfortable conversations, those crucial conversations with that feel conflictive, combative, confront, com- confrontational. I'll help you with that because you can avoid them completely by playing small, but they're not as scary as you think they are. And you're more scared of the what ifs than the actuality of them happening. And so I want to help you with that. I want to, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be going live Monday to Friday, every weekday, this time, 8 a.m. ish, all the way up to the holidays to help you. And if you want, I'm going to be opening up my program, Rock Your Business in the new year. And we're going to do eight weeks deep dive. I like, I tried to do it a little bit differently this year. And you know what I realized? It's not, I want to go back to the way it was. We're going to go deep dive eight weeks together. And so if you're interested in that, it's like all about, you know, getting your, building your business in a way that yes, gets you more money in the bank. Yes, has you more successful, but has you feeling happy? Has you feeling fulfilled? Has you less stressed? Has you working with clients that light you up? Having you be more confident in your business in a place that doesn't avoid things happening because there's no way to avoid things completely. I'll be completely honest with you. There's no way to get to a point where you will avoid every possible situation. You will stress yourself out and kill yourself trying to get to a place where, well, when I'm here, then I will. There is no here. You just got to start now. And yes, you will mess up. Yes, you'll fall down. Yes, you'll make mistakes. Yes, clients will be unhappy. Yes, you might get a snarky, mean client here and there that was a great client to begin with. And so it's more about building your confidence muscle and having a community around you that's going to support you when that shit hits the fan because there's no way to avoid it. But that's not all there is. Think of all the beautiful moments that you'll get to have. Think of that client who gets to share their wedding with you. That client who just recently went through a breakup. That client that 
lost a loved one that you get to spend that amazing time with, that you get to be their person, those are the moments that you do it for. The other ones, I can help you with that. You'll get through it. It's not the be all end all. Let's not focus on it. Let's focus on why you're here, why you're, why you do what you do. Let's get you excited again. Let's get you focused on why you do it and happy and thrilled and honored to be doing what you do with the people you do and then get out there and talk about it. Cool? Where are you guys at with that? I know I just went on like a big, long tangent and spiel. But if you're feeling burnt out, honestly, same. I was feeling burnt out. I like was reading like my horoscope and pulled like a tarot card and things like that. And it was taught. And then I saw like, I was trying to find it this morning. I saw like a Brennan Burchard like quote and I should have screenshotted it. And it was like, if you're feeling tired and disconnected, it might mean from your business, it might mean that you need to take care of stuff in your house first. And the one thing that like, I've been like, it's been resounding in my head lately is like, I need to get healthy. I need to get healthy. And I'm like, not, I'm like, well, I work out and like, I get my dogs for a walk. And I'm like, I have been not healthy, like mentally so much. And I need to get things in order. And so I like get tired when I'm stressed. And yesterday I I got home from Walmart sitting in my car at noon. And I was like, I could just fall asleep in my car. Like it was like this. I was like, what the heck? I'm so tired. I just want to go like lay down and do nothing. And that's usually my go-to lay down and do nothing because I'm exhausted. But I remember hearing a while ago that rest isn't always like sitting and doing nothing. There's a thing called active rest. And this is one of the best things that help me when I'm feeling slightly depressed, detached, anxious, whatever, is active rest. Doing things that I love. I love baking and I love like crafts, but I don't really do MJ. (laughs) I don't really do crafts a lot, but I'm going to be getting back into it. And so... I just started baking and I'm not a cook, but I started cooking and meal prepping yesterday. And then I ended up having so much fun because I was doing stuff with my hands. That's actually what like de-stresses me and has me lose track of time. Active rest for me. I actually find I don't feel rested when I go lay down and do nothing. It makes me more stressed. Active rest for me is like going and I made shortbread cookies yesterday. So yummy. So yeah, we're having Michelle and I are going to have a craft night soon. Are you still in, in California? I think you are. I think you're back maybe tomorrow. Um, but honestly, like active rest is so important for me doing like, I love baking cookies and I like lose, but I'll get tired. and I'm like, I don't want to do it. And I just have to push myself through it. And yesterday was so I was active and I was doing things, but I feel so renewed today. So I want you guys, if you're feeling burnt out, I want you to stop thinking like, well, but I'm behind and I got to catch up. That's how I was feeling. Like I've got all these things that I got to do. Stop it. Look like, does anything immediately need to get done? No? Okay, cool. Put it on the shelf and then go do something just for you that has nothing to do with work that makes you forget about your phone. And you'll be amazed at how not renewed, maybe renewed is the word, but re-energized, revived, you'll feel. I feel like a whole new person today and I'm really excited. And that's making me realize I need to balance my life with active rest of things that like one, working out is really important to me, but it's like baking for me for some reason. I love it. So find what your thing is and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Set realistic expectations, but also set goals beyond them and be kind to yourself. You're doing the best you can. If you've read the four agreements, your best looks different every day. Your best is not a consistent place. If you're sick, your best is going to look different than when you feel great. If you're sleep deprived, your best that day is going to look different than the best on a day that you've had a full night's sleep. All I ask is that you show up and do your best each and every day, which will look different each and every day. So be kind to yourself. Be gentle on yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop 
punishing yourself for not being where you thought you should be by now. You are right on time. You're exactly where you should be. It's not a race. It's not a competition. You're doing amazing. Know that. Trust that. Believe that. And go live that. Okay? If you guys didn't know, I go live weekday mornings, 8 a.m.-ish. I start a little late today, Monday to Friday. And I'm going to start taking these recordings and putting them on my podcast. Do you guys want them on YouTube as well? My therapist told me to do this too. We have lots of support for gravity. <laughs> yes. My lashes are Lashify. If anybody wants a referral code, shoot me a DM. I can send you the referral code. They're amazing. They're like, they come off. They last like five to seven days. Do you get, I'll put these, I'll start, well, I'm going to figure out a way with Elena to start putting these on the podcast, but do you guys want them on YouTube as well? Let me know. Anyway, that's amazing. I'll see you same time, same place tomorrow. And just know that I'm going to be here Monday to Fridays, all the way through the holidays into the new year. You've got this. Let's grow your freaking business in a way that doesn't burn you out. That doesn't stress you out. That doesn't make you feel out of alignment. That doesn't make you feel greedy or guilty, but does it in a way that's honoring you, that's honoring your clients, that's delivering amazing service that has you feeling fulfilled and happy and loving life again. Cool. All right. You guys are amazing. Stina Scissorhands, shoot me a DM about that and I can send it to you. Yes, put it on your YouTube. Okay, cool. You guys are amazing. I love you so much. Stay weird. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and Business Breakfast Embedded. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on Instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, and get your questions answered directly from me. It's so fun, and it's super cash, and I'm always in my bedhead, usually in my PJs, and we have the best time. And if you enjoyed this episode, let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you got to do to win some awesome prizes and merch. And who knows, I think the the prizes are going to get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me. And I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month. And I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this. And until the next episode, stay weird, friend.